Welcome to another Live with Roy interview where you can listen in absolutely free as I, Roy Fur, interview the world's leading experts on information marketing and publishing, internet marketing, copywriting, selling, business success, and a whole lot more. You can browse the entire Live with Roy archives, download past calls, and join us to get first priority notification as soon as new interviews are available, all by visiting www.livewithroy.com. Again, the address is www.livewithroy.com. Now let's tune in for another exciting interview. Hello, and welcome to another Live with Roy interview. My name is Roy Fur, and on the line with me today, well, I'm going to start the introduction with a question. What if you could paste just a few images into your sales letter, your website, or other marketing materials, and see your response rates shoot up 50% to 200% or more? Uh, well, our guest today, the driving force behind the copy cosmetics revolution in online marketing, will show you how you can get these results just like his over 4,000 other clients and students in more than 30 countries around the world. Uh, he took a concept that superstar copywriter and direct marketer uh, Dan Kennedy, who most of us know well, has taught for years, and that's uh, ugling up your copy with handwriting and other cosmetic elements, uh, stamps, you know, all sorts of interesting graphical grabbers. And he gave copywriters, marketers, and business owners an easy tool to put these elements into your marketing, uh, both online and offline, too. Uh, since becoming the expert on copy cosmetics, he has been featured multiple times at Dan Kennedy and GKIC workshops and seminars, and alongside some of the biggest names in marketing at events around the country. Uh, his work was featured in Bill Glazer's Outrageous Advertising that's Outrageously Successful, which is a great book. Uh, he was also asked to co-write a chapter on copy cosmetics with Dan Kennedy for the 2011 edition of Dan's uh, The Ultimate Sales Letter book. On his website, uh, if you go to the testimonials section, you'll find testimonials and endorsements for his approach uh, from superstars of, of direct marketing and online marketing worlds uh, with, uh, with a who's who uh, list of names, including Dan Kennedy, Bill Glazer, uh, David Garfinkel, Yannick Silver, Ted Nicholas, Lori Morgan Ferrero, TJ Rolletter, Daniel Levis, Ray Edwards, Ari Galper, Ben Glass, Lee Miltier, Jim Palmer, Troy White, uh, plus all sorts of business owners in many different industries who are applying uh, the copy cosmetics to improve the pulling power of their marketing. And uh, after today, maybe you too will find your, your own name on that list. Uh, so with that, I'd like to say welcome to Mike Capuzzi. Welcome, Mike. Hey, Roy, you could just keep going on and on. I was, <laughs> I was starting to think that uh, bask in the glow there. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, yeah, again, I love to have guests on where where writing a writing the intro is so easy, just because there's such a such a big and interesting list of accomplishments and endorsements, and um, and you certainly have that. Uh, it, it it hasn't hurt to to have the reach that the, that Dan Kennedy's world gives you, uh, but your 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 product certainly stands on its own. Um, and, and has just been benefited by that. So let's 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 dive into this this copy cosmetics thing. Uh, most of the listeners on Live with Roy are are business owners who've kind of taken control of their marketing, who who are buying into uh, the the direct marketing mindset that that marketing should have a one for one return, uh, or they're they're copywriters who are who are helping businesses that are established direct marketers apply some of those principles. So so. What change uh, can can copy cosmetics make in marketing, and why are they such a powerful way to 
uh, increase the selling power of, of otherwise good marketing. Sure. Well, if I could, let me take one quick detour and then come back around if that's okay with you. Um, and just give you a little right. bit of backstory because I think it's relevant um, <clears throat> for what we're going to talk about today. Because, you know, I don't classify, classify myself as an internet marketer, online marketer. Um, I come from the, you know, corporate America. Actually, years ago, uh, you know, graduated with a, a degree in engineering of all things. So I'm a very analytical, very <clears throat> visual type of person to begin with, which translates into, okay. you know, how I got into this. But um, for years, did, you know, corporate marketing work at a software company that got large, left back in the 90s to start my consulting business. And since 98, you know, I've made my bread and butter and put food on the table for my family by helping large business owners, and now more in smaller and medium size, because that's really who I like working with, um, helping them with marketing. So just a, the quick backstory is I live and breathe marketing much like yourself um, and, uh, you know, just thrive on not only you know, improving my own marketing for my own products and services, but helping others. So copy cosmetics, um, again, this engineering background, this sort of visual way of I look at things. Um, I, I uh, truly a student of direct marketing, have been there for years and years, um, and being sort of a geek that I am, I love research and you know, have owned lots of books that you probably own yourself, Roy, from back, uh, yeah. you know, John Caples, Hopkins, some of the you know, names that you and I were talking about earlier. Um, and if you study these great men, and, 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 and you know, in, in, in later years, uh, even women that started getting into the advertising world, you will see um, some very fundamental ways to uh, attract attention, attract someone's eyeballs to a printed piece or now an online piece. And, well, and, and one of the – go ahead. I'll, I'll interject here. Uh, you know, one of those one of those universal principles that um, that you find in in the works of all those people who who made names for themselves in in, in marketing that must make a profit uh, is is that the first thing your marketing has to do is is attract that attention. Yeah. It has to like the biggest challenge, and it keeps growing bigger. Uh, you know, we now see. Uh, 5,000 advertising messages a day is, is a round figure that I, I heard recently. Um, and, and so standing out and attracting attention in that clutter is, is paramount. It's, it's the first thing you have to do uh, before anything else can happen. Absolutely. And it's something we, we tend to forget. I mean, we all sort of dive in and, you know, and, and, and forget that that number one step is getting attention. Um, but, Absolutely. Uh, so, to answer your specific question, going back, <clears throat> if you study this, you will see there are uh, some you know, unique um, ways, one of which that I saw in use over and over again was the use of handwriting um, to mark up, or as Dan likes to say, Dan Kennedy, he's, you know, he called it junking up, junking up a letter, um, an advertisement, something like that. <clears throat> really, it was really meant to, you know, sort of have this, hey, I'm crafting this for Roy, this media you look, and oh, by the way, I forgot, I want to, hey, Roy, take, make sure you see this, I circle it, I starburst something, whatever it might be, and that was really the context of, you know, why marketers, advertisers, copywriters back in uh, the 40s, 50s, and 60s, you know, in the 20th century were doing it. Um, so I saw well, that. 
Go ahead. Yeah, in 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 context at at that time, you know, uh, the most common way for somebody to actually send a a printed letter uh, wasn't with a printer, but it would have been, you know, a personal letter would have been typed out yeah. on a typewriter, yeah. and rather than retype the letter, somebody might actually, you know, circle circle something that was said and put an arrow next to it with a little handwritten note, something like that. Yeah. Um, so at, out of that context, it makes perfect sense that these things would would show up. Right. I mean, personal correspondence, which is really a marketing strategy I like to teach. I mean, this idea of crafting your marketing, your copywriting, as if it were personal correspondence. Unfortunately, with email now and you know all the you know all the social media has kind of transformed itself. But there's still something to be said for personal correspondence, like you're referring to, and uh, um, you know, and, and having that real media you look. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so, so in general, copy cosmetics. Then it, it started as, 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 you know, handwritten notes, symbols, circle, circling text on, on a letter. Um, that's that's where your, your kind of first uh, foray into into copy cosmetics was 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 finding a way to to add those things that may have started showing up in marketing in the, in the forties, fifties, sixties, um, and add those things into, into what you were doing today in marketing. Is that, is that accurate? Is that right? Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. I guess really the, the concept of cosmetic copy cosmetics, and I did not coin that. I'm not even sure who really coined it, but really they are, they are graphical enhancements and, and copy or excuse me, handwriting is just one of them. I think, when I wrote that chapter that Dan asked me to write for his Ultimate Sales Letter book, when I really took a step back, I think I identified, I think it was 27. Now, a lot of these are very common ones that we sort of you know, already know but maybe don't use, underlining, bold-facing italics. But they're, they're enhancements yeah. that copywriters, designers, marketers in general should be using to really get the eyeball, <clears throat> to attract the eyeballs, but also to get them so that it increases readership, that makes it you know makes it makes it easier to read. I mean, if everyone were just to put something out in plain twelve point times Roman uh, font and there was no variation, uh, things would get pretty boring pretty quickly. So this whole idea of copy cosmetics are really just enhancements to make things uh, more attractive, uh, pop, offer a readership pass. Uh, and then yes, the the the, hand read, the handwriting, the doodles—that was something I just loved when I saw that. And again, being the engineer, I was trying to figure out ways to do it, and there was really no easy way that I could figure out years ago. And after uh, batting around for a while, I, I figured out a pretty easy way to do it. Well, excellent, excellent. Um, now, now let's—I w- I was curious, maybe if you could share with with listeners. Um, if you could share, if, if you have any particularly compelling student or or client stories, you have you have about four thousand people right now that use your your software, as as I understand it. Um, and I'm I'm looking for just you know one or two compelling case studies that demonstrate how how using this approach uh, significantly boosted the the response rates and the the sales and the profits that they were able to get from from marketing that was was largely unchanged uh, except for that sure. uh, this sure. one element 
Well, you know, we have a lot of stories, and uh, people send us. And we still, I just got something. The cool thing with having a product um, like Copy Doodles is that people are always sending me, you know, hey, Mike, take a look at this. This is what it did. So we're, we're always getting very cool stories. But, you know, I, I love the the fact that going back to some of the projects I worked on as a consultant <clears throat> for some fairly large, I'm talking, you know, seven, eight type figure businesses. So $20, $30 million software companies, technology companies, business to business. So there was one, one just, you know, it's one of my classical ones because it was, Roy, it was so simple what we did, but the response change was so dramatic, kind of blew us all away. But uh, this particular company was marketing some local seminars uh, and they had a software product, a service that they wanted to show off to the uh, heads of information uh, technology, uh, you know, VPs and, and directors and such in these companies. So we had worked on a campaign, a direct marketing campaign, to get people to this seminar. Um, and we decided it was going well. You know, the response rate was decent. But we decided to send out a, uh, another piece or another mailing. We were doing direct mail. Um, to a, you know, a list that we had purchased. And okay. um, all we did, Roy, was we, the interesting thing was we were doing a lot of things right. So we were sending them the tickets to this event in the envelope and had a good sales letter wrapped around it. Um, and I said we were getting a decent response rate. But uh, it finally dawned on me we should be telling people that there's these tickets in these envelopes yeah, right on the envelope itself. So we added yeah. a little handwritten note, a little doodle on it, uh, just to let them know, and whew, it was amazing. I, I don't remember the exact number now, but it was several hundred percent increase in response. It just it shot through the roof um, how many people responded off of that mailing, and uh, that was before I even. That was when I was still just kind of working on my own, had my own collection of these these little uh, graphics, but. You know, the business yeah. consumer world is no different. We hear from a lot of people that drop these things on you know, sales letters, well, postcards, videos. And, 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 and I love that, that your first example here because uh, the, a lot of people's first reaction, particularly if they sell to a business market, yeah. is, yeah. oh, yep. well, my marketing has to look professional yep. because my buyers are professional buyers. And I love that your first example here is, is to a business market um, that, you know, one simple change of a, of, of a handwritten note um, can, can have such an impact um, to a market that everybody would assume, well, that many would assume out of the gate, you know, oh, they're too sophisticated for, yeah. for, for, for this approach. Um, but, but obviously, you know, it's, it's uh, this type of attention getting works works on people on, on, on a level that's, that's separate from making a professional buying decision or a personal buying decision. It's, it's all about making that first impact, and, and, and that's kind of a, uh, you know, the addition of, of handwriting touches, something that, that's independent of, of what that buying decision is for. Yeah, that's, and actually that's a, that's a great way, by the way. I, I, I love what you just said because I haven't heard it even said that way, but it really, it truly is. There's this connection that handwriting, I don't care if you're the CEO of Coca-Cola, um, <laughs> you know, we're all people and we tend to uh, respond to some very fundamental things and emotional things and uh, handwriting is definitely one of them. So I, the way you just said that was very, very cool. Yeah, well, um, 
Yeah, it's just it's a fascinating thing to me. Um, you know, I, I I'm recalling something, and and I know that you're familiar with Joe Polish. Um, I've been I've been re-listening to his I Love Marketing podcast recently, and, and he was talking about a story. Um, his in, in in 20 minutes consulting with with Bill Phillips, he 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 basically added a handwritten note on top of a sales letter, sent it again, and I believe it was he got more response from that that second one with the handwritten note, uh, which was just a second copy sent to the same people right. uh, than the than the initial uh, one had gotten, and um, ended up making millions of dollars just with that one idea of. You know, I wanted to send this to you again because I didn't hear from you last time. Uh, just absolutely fascinating what can be done. Um, so uh, it, it's great, and, and, and it's great that something as simple as a handwritten note, um, you know, no matter who you're talking to, can have such a, such a big impact. But um, the world of copy cosmetics, and in particular your product, Copy Doodles, uh, like you said, is is more than just you know uh, junking up your 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 sales letter with with handwriting or scribbling handwriting mm-hmm. on the outside of an envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, the the visual appearance of marketing materials uh, has has all sorts of ways that it can accomplish those goals of of getting and directing attention toward your compelling sales message. And I I just want to point out you know on on your copy doodles products, you have um, you have you, you have a, a number of other graphics that are that are becoming common. Uh, you know everything from uh, you know that that handwritten text to to shapes specifically. You know a star, uh, an arrow, whatever. Uh, pictures, coffee stains, post its push pins, uh, and animated handwriting just to to bring people in in a different way. Uh, handwriting fonts so that so that you know I want to make my own copy doodle or have my headline be look like it's handwritten on 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 the page or uh, maybe a banner ad should be in handwriting um, and and you know. Comics, that seems to be a big thing that, that, that folks are getting into recently, uh, doing custom comics for their business or, you know, web buttons, stamps, you know, uh, urgent, urgent notice or confidential or whatever that looks like somebody, you know, went out and bought that stamp and put it on the paper. Um, you know, how, how has all that changed? How is that impacting, impacting your students and their ability to, to, to use this in new and unique ways? Uh, any interesting stories from that? Um, Probably more than we have time for, but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so you, you brought up a kind of a kind of an overview of the kind of graphics we have in our our site. Uh, yeah. But there, here's what I would say, and I, this is why I appreciate this conversation because I know you, you know you you're a guy that gets it too. The graphics that are in the site for copy doodles, and it truly is, I mean, I can go on record saying it's the world's largest collection of direct response graphics, uh, hand, you know, hand-drawn, handwritten direct response graphics in the world. I mean, we have well over 10,000 yeah. original graphics. Now, we don't create graphics just to create graphics. We're always looking at things and, and, and studying things, and these are... We create them for a very, you know, very specific reason. So when you're talking about things like coffee stains or pieces of paper, well, we did that because there was some contextual sense 
typically from my own marketing that I said, hey, I want to use this, and then we just put it in our site for our, you know, our members. Um, but I, here's what I would kind of say, because if someone's hearing this for the first time, um, there may be some overwhelmness of like, oh my gosh, now something else to do. <laughs> These graphics, whether you use our graphics or you create your own or whatever it is, here, the, the big thing, Roy, is you're trying to convey – you're talking about those 5,000 impressions a day that we're now facing every day as, as consumers and, and, and people in this world. Um, I really believe if we can start conveying this more personal, more personalized, more customized approach to our marketing, um, it will get noticed. And if we're, you know, we're doing that visually, but also doing it with our picking our, you know, our target market, who we're going after, having a very clear identity on who they are, what their needs and pains are, and how our product or service can fill them. But then. So that's all very, very important, uh, critically important, as a matter of fact. And then making the look and feel that much more me to you. I think it's that combination that um, is really what people should take away from this. It's, it's just this idea of trying to break through this noise that we're all facing with this very personalized approach. So you know, these doodles and all this stuff, I only use them. I mean, if you saw my own marketing <clears> – <throat> I probably use them a lot less than some of our students do. Some of our students kind of go crazy <laughs> with this stuff. I use yeah. them very strategically. I use them wherever I want to either draw the person's eyes or really make sure they see something. But I, you know, a lot of times less is more. And um, it's really just meant to – like if I was crafting something, and, I, and, and, and Roy, you were sort of my ideal target recipient, I'd think of you, I'd visualize you, I'd write to you. And then I'd make sure whatever little doodles I added to it caught your attention. Um, yeah. And really try to keep it that simple. So, so really it's, uh, you know, you, you say it's simpler. It's, it's, it, you're looking for, for how, can, how can I supplement this, this personal connection? And, and, and it's a pretty, I guess, deep concept that, that um, you know, my marketing should do nothing, nothing besides talk to the one person who's reading it um, and, and be directed, you know, very specifically at that one person. How, you know, what, what is it that I can say for my targeted audience for, or for, for my targeted prospect, the person who I think would get the most benefit from my products or services? What can I say at, at first to attract their attention? And I'm going through the AIDA formula. Mm -hmm. what, what can I do first to attract their attention? And then how, um, how can I present, you know, the problems my product solves and, and, um, and my offering in, in a way that builds their interest and uh, what can I do to kind of stoke the flames of desire so that they're going to be interested in, 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 in really moving forward on it? And then what can I do um, specifically to, to make it clear that they need to take action on this right away? And, and um, you're looking to get all the other pieces of the puzzle right first, and you're using these copy doodles um, you know, any sort of these graphic elements, copy cosmetics, as a, um, you know, you go back and you say, okay, how could, how could the way that I'm, I'm grabbing attention be enhanced by this? How, how can the way that I'm building interest be enhanced by this? How can the way that, that 
you know, I'm, I'm looking to stoke the flames of desire or, or get them to take action, be enhanced by this. And so you're not using it as a leading strategy, which, which could cause your marketing to just look like, you know, another cluttered like a mess. Wall, right. <laughs> exactly. And that's, it's, it's, it's it's pretty fascinating, I guess your 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 claim that you probably use it less than than many of your your clients and students, um, because I think it it represents kind of a different approach. You're not trying to scream with these things, even though they can be used to do so. Um, yeah, I, I, I really. I, I really just you've, appreciate that. You've hit, it, you've hit it on the head. I mean, you absolutely hit it on the head. So I don't know if you like to cook, but uh, being of Italian descent, I like to cook. Um, and <clears throat> our kitchen has, you know, a huge spice rack. So when I go out and get a good steak and throw it on the grill, you know, I'm picking that steak. I'm going to the right market. I'm sure, making sure it's good quality meat, yada, 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 right? The enhancements yeah. to, to really flavor that come at the end, um, and you use it sparingly. I mean, you know, I don't dump a ton of stuff on a, you know, a, good, you know, a good grilled steak will stand on its own. So here's my, my point with that. In this day and age, and I know you know this too, there's a lot of silver bullets being sold out there in the marketing world, in the Internet world. I just, I just shake my head you know, 95% of the time when I see people selling stuff and, and making these claims. Um, I think it's something that we really differentiate ourselves on, and we stand, stand, you know, stand proudly that what we, the, the products that we offer you know, are time-tested and proven. But uh, there's no silver bullet. There's no silver bullet, whether you're a copywriter working for a client or for yourself or a marketer, you have to do the hard work of making sure you've got the right message to the right market, using the right media, and then, yeah, then add these enhancements. <clears throat> like I said, oftentimes, when we do like a multi-step direct mail campaign, yeah, there's oftentimes, I won't even add handwriting or, you know, in the very first step. I'll go back on the second or third step to sort of have that, oh, hey, you know, I want to make sure you saw this, much like that Joe Paula story you were telling, uh, which, by the Absolutely. way, very quickly, is a, you, you, let, you shared a very smart tip there, which, and I want to just make sure everyone gets it. What you said, and we've seen this, Roy, over and over again, you said they had a letter that was doing okay, just like my client, the IT company I mentioned earlier, and all yeah. they did was they took the same exact piece, either slapped on a little handwritten note or maybe added some copy doodles or whatever, and sent that, you know, didn't re-engineer it, but sent it out again and saw a bump in response. We've seen that happen over and it really adds, you can really add life to it. If you have a good marketing piece that has pulled in the past and, and driven response, try, you know, sending it out again and maybe making some of these cosmetic enhancements. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because, because it's funny that, that, you know, such a low effort thing, uh, Joe said that that was, you know, the biggest impact, and he ended up consulting with Bill Phillips for for a long time. But the biggest impact that he that that he had on the business was just that little tiny recommendation in the first few minutes of their relationship, hmm. um, just to to send it a second time and and add this note on the on the top. Uh, I. I, I, when you're, when you're talking about, um, you know, how you use these copy cosmetics and, and how it's a little bit different, it makes me think, uh, well, I do a lot of my work in, in the, uh, investment newsletter publishing, 
uh, business. And, and Stansbury Research has become a big name in the last few years within that uh, because they've had some very successful marketing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've noticed that they do, their, their sales letters almost never have, you know, handwriting, copy cosmetics, whatever. Uh, but where they consistently use uh, some of these these unique graphical elements is is on their banners. Um, and they'll place their banners on, on all sorts of websites. And, and most of us know as we're browsing around the web, we just see, you know, computer text, things like it's things that look like, oh, this, this, this was made by a computer to be displayed by a computer. Um, and even as you're browsing their sites with all their articles and all that, it's, it's the same thing. But um, as you're browsing their website, you'll, you'll see that, many of their banners actually use things that look like paper or post-it notes or things like that with handwriting uh, to attract your attention in a different way than they would have been able to do just by simply putting um, it, by simply putting uh, the, the computer-generated graphics on there. Mm-hmm. And it's just one way that they're able to make their, their advertising stand out and get clicks. Um, and, and I think that that's a fascinating way that's, that's kind of underutilized when you're just looking for that first click to attract qualified people. Uh, one of the ways that you can get the attention that will get you that click is, is, is with these, you know, not typically online graphical elements. So, uh, just pretty cool. Uh, something I've noticed. Um, so, so if I want to get started with, with, uh, with copy doodles today or, or adding more copy cosmetics. Um, you know, if I'd like to test adding them to, to some of my, uh, marketing material, sales letters, web landing page, um, I, I suppose there are a few options, you know, and, and you said, obviously somebody could do it themselves. They could go out and get all the, all the equipment that you need to, to, to be able to handwrite into your computer and, uh, and and all of that, they could hire graphic designers to be able to create these graphical elements because they they a lot of a lot of times do have things like a like a writing tablet. Um, you know, explain I guess some of the some of the challenges of of putting putting this stuff up and 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 how they can be overcome or efficient ways to to begin testing this if 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 you don't mind. Sure. Well, you know, when we created Copy Doodles, which is what the product is known as now, it was, again, I literally had a hard drive full of these graphics I was using in my own consulting business. And it was never, it was never meant to be a product. Back in 2007, um, I happened to show someone who caught wind of it. And long story short, it, it got in front of Bill Glazer and Dan Kennedy, and then it just took off. Um, from there and, and, you know, really became something. I share that, Roy, because <clears throat> um, it was never meant to be a product to be sold, and it really came down to I needed ways to boost my response and, 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 and improve the, the marketing of my clients. So since then, so, it's only five – Ed, I'm sorry. Yeah, so you had you, – you basically had this problem that you, you knew that this worked, and, and the best way for you to address the problem was, was you started just collecting your own yeah. you know, personal yeah. file of, of these graphical elements that you could incorporate. But being kind of the geek, I really figured out a clean way of doing it for myself, and it just – it worked very – it was very – it turned out to be a very scalable 
um, way okay. for us to be able to create lots. But, um, and, you know, and back then, again, I didn't create the handwritten doodle or the hand-drawn graphical element by any stretch. Uh, I like to yeah. say we've had a, a big part of it because now you see it kind of everywhere. You see a lot of knockoffs. You see a lot of, you know, you see it out there a lot, a lot of different people selling a lot of different things. I think what, what really um, sets us apart <clears throat> And we do. We have all the, you know, Joe Polish is a fan. Um, you know, uh, I, I've had conversations with him. I've been trying to get him to do a carpet cleaning edition. We have industry editions. But we have so many big-time copywriters, marketers that use this. Um, and then, you know, even just I'm even more proud of the everyday people that use it because it's so simple. But uh, what really sets us apart, Roy, is the fact that I do a very – Lots of training, lots of ways of doing things. It's not just about slapping. I mean, anybody can dump a couple spices on a steak and you know, call themselves a chef, but there's only a few chefs really out there, right? So it's really yeah. about knowing how, when, what's the psychology. Um, and that's really where we kind of set ourselves apart. Um, and if somebody really wanted to get started, and I, we, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but I wrote a, a really neat little book. It's actually a printed book, but you can download the digital version for free at copydoodles.com. That is a great starting point. Uh, it's called Three Steps to Incredible Response. And I, talk, I walk people into this idea of you know, even going back towards knowing who you're marketing to, what the message is, but then transitioning to the graphical. And there's a ton of great examples, some case studies. It'll open your eyes. If you've never done this kind of um, – design or uh, look and feel to marketing, it will open up your eyes. And it's a, it's, you know, I think I'm the only person to write a book on ad adding handwriting to your marketing. And it's a real book. It's probably <laughs> 150 pages. So uh, it's very cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I did a, I did an interview with uh, Travis Lee from 3D Mail uh -huh. Results, yep. who's, yep. who's also well-known in the Glazer They're big world. fans. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the benefit to their product is, is, is they, they can, they have this, this, you know, physical items that you put in the mail that uh, attract, that grab people's attention, and and uh, the great thing about about uh, these these copy cosmetics, uh, well, and and I guess the, the the second part of that that I wanted to say is is you can go through their their startup kit or through their website, and mm -hmm. as you're looking at all the different items, you start to have all these different ideas in 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 how you can kind of enter into a conversation with your prospect around a certain item. Um, and so I, I think that the same thing applies here when you're, when you're talking about, about uh, you know, 10,000 different graphical elements that you can add to your marketing, whether it's a postcard that you're going to send through the mail or a sales letter or package that you're going to send through the mail or something that you're going to do online, a banner ad, a landing page, a sales letter, uh, whatever. When, once you get these fundamentals from your from 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 your book that's available as a free download from your new member welcome kit which i'm certain goes into a lot more detail on that once once you have that you can start browsing through here and you can you know i just i just look at the uh you know shape doodles there's a picture of a bat or uh, a hand-drawn uh, dollar bill or a bright idea graphic um or you know, a post-it note or a coffee stain or whatever, you can go through and, and start looking at these and saying, okay, well, you know, if I'm looking for, for a kind of a unique spin to put on the message that my, my market may already be familiar with, um, 
just to get them engaged in the first place. Um, going through and, and, and seeing these things and brainstorming with them uh, is going to is going to have you thinking in new ways that that are bound to be profitable, I suppose. Um, and 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 it's just a. Um, you know, combining the fundamentals that you teach, that you talked about there, um, and and the how to do it, and then the specific tools uh, that you've made it easy for people to use, uh, it 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 it's just a fascinating thing to me, I suppose. Uh, without without just uh, you know breaking out in a testimonial right here. Uh, so so if someone's if someone's listening to this interview today. And they've kind of had a light bulb moment, and um, and they're they're committed to trying out Copy Cosmetics or Copy Doodles specifically. Um, you know what what are they going to do specifically to to get started with this? Um, you know how should they approach it? You talk about you talk about reading your book, and that's probably a, a good first start. Um, and then and then where do they go from there? I suppose. A really good question. <clears throat> um, I guess the, I think we would have a successful interview today if we right we had that light bulb go off, and that light bulb being, um, you know, if if your marketing is plain vanilla looking, it's going to blend in with everything else, your competition, et cetera, et cetera. So it needs to look different. Um, the other thing we haven't even talked about, and I'll throw it out there if it's worth coming back around, it's great, but you know, there's, a, there's this point where life's too short to have boring marketing and, and, and not to have a little bit of fun. And again, within the right context, I think that's quite allowable. And we, there's times when I'll kind of go off the deep end and do something really corny, and there's other times I'm much more, quote, professional. But um, I would say it's really this, it's just this expansion of any pre set barriers. Again, I come from the corporate world. So I that conversation where I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a CEO, and my client, patient, whatever is too sophisticated, I you know, I'll start hitting my head against the wall right now because it's just so you need to be get beyond that. We are humans. We typically respond, you know, in, in very fundamental ways to some very fundamental um uh things. But um what I would suggest, Roy, is yeah. if you have a good piece, let's let's keep it really simple. Let's say <clears throat> you have to, I'm getting over a cold, so you have to excuse me. Um, let's say we're a small business owner. Maybe maybe it's a, a, a local dentist, something very simple. Uh, maybe there's a dentist listening, for, um, or somebody who's doing copywriting for a local business like that. Um, take something. How about? How about- I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll interject. I'll challenge you to apply it to a CPA's business. I've seen a few CPAs who've, who, in particular, who've been interested in, in, in these Live with Roy, Roy interviews recently. Well, the good news is we have a tax addition. So one of the things that we did was very smart. Again, sets us apart because we, we consider ourselves professional doodlers, if you will, is we have <laughs> industry niche additions. So we work with leading experts in specific niches, and we have a tax addition. I worked with an okay. expert in the tax. So anyway, so just a little plug there. But <clears throat> let's and, – and listen, I tend to do mostly uh, – well, I take that back because it's definitely migrated more online lately. But I do a lot of offline marketing. So I do a lot of direct mail. Obviously, email is easy to do. Um, so let's – it's either way, offline or online. Take something that a CPA has done. Um, 
if, if they're doing lead generation, which you know, a lot of CPAs don't, typically don't, but if they're a smart marketer, they're out there looking for new clients doing some strategic lead generation, take a piece that has either worked or maybe it's a new piece that you want to test out. And all you want to do, Roy, is look at it and look at your piece. Let's say it's a two-page sales letter driving them to get a free report on how to save you know, save their, their, their uh, you know, reduce their tax burden okay. uh, in 2013. Um, look at that piece and, and look at it and look at where your calls to action are. If you have some bullets, where do you, if the person's only glancing at it, which most of us typically do initially, we skim and then we decide whether or not we actually want to read something, where do you want to attract their eyeballs? Is it the headline? Is it, uh, is there a, you know, get this free report by calling my office, maybe putting a circle around it. So look at it with some fresh eyes of where, if someone's only glancing at this for five seconds, what do I want to make sure they see? And then pop these little eye magnets in at those various points. That would be the most simplistic um, uh, approach I could give on a you know, quick call like this. And then, and then if they want to – if if they're a little hesitant about trying this because it's you know schlocky ugly marketing, <laughs> they can they can run a they can run a test a, a, a limited split test and and you know send that to half the people and send a, the professional looking one to half the people and compare the results, or they can just dive in and and say well you know I can see immediately that this obviously attracts the right attention to the right places within my message and. And it, it does what, what I want it to do. But see, if it looks schlocky, then they're doing something wrong because that's not what this is about. Um, and, yeah, sure. I, I, and I know you're saying that because people have that sort of that mentality. Here's the scoop. I always say this because people always ask, well, how do I know if I'm doing enough or I'm not doing, you know, how do I know if I'm using too many? The best answer I can give goes back to like the way they used to do it back in the 20th century. There's a piece of you think of it as personal correspondence. You've typed it up, and now, oh, by the way, I want to make sure Roy sees this, this, and this. That's not schlocky. That is my inherent interest in making sure that Roy, my target market, um, sees this. And it's important that he sees this because I'm going to help him save money on his taxes this year. So it's, you know, you, you gotta get, people have to get beyond that sort of schlocky. If it's schlocky, then you're doing something wrong. Either using poor quality that, graphics, or you're doing—you're just not doing it right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're. In a lot of cases, it probably means you're putting the graphics in for the sake of the graphics, not for exactly. the sake exactly. of attracting the yeah, right. Exactly attention. right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I want to be careful here because I don't want to—I I don't want the Federal Trade Commission to come down on us for, for you know, for claiming typical results or anything like that. But if somebody really like dives into this and, and, and um, you know, they end up being like the top, uh, you know, 5% of your students who, who apply this in the best possible ways. Um, and they're, they're looking at the back at their, their marketing and their, their business a year from now. Um, you know, and they've gotten results that are similar to those people who, who really, 
you know, made serious study of how to do this right mm-hmm. and um, tested it in application, uh, what sort of impact will they see that this approach had on their, their, their business and their ability to generate marketing successes? Well, hopefully the biggest impact will they'll, they'll hopefully see is a bigger response, right? The higher response rates, which obviously translates into um, you know, higher profits and all that good stuff. So if they're doing things right, um, and again, this assumes they've got good marketing in place to begin with, because this is going to enhance. This, you know, it's not, you, it won't fix bad marketing. Exactly. <laughs> I was, there's another way of saying that, but I'm not going to say it. But yes, um, <laughs> it's not going to fix that. Um, however, it could. Gosh darn! I have seen some marketing pieces where people, people put copy doodles on them, and I thought, and they tell me the response rate. I'm like, I would never. I can't believe they got a response to begin with, but and they see a bump. But um, I would say it's obviously higher response rates. But the other thing that's very cool that you'll start seeing, if you start allowing these mental barriers to come down where things have to look like everybody else in your, your niche, you will see, and this is very cool, Roy, you will see a, a higher level of engagement with your prospects, your customers, your clients, patients, whatever you have. Um, you will start seeing people interacting with you differently. You'll start getting notes. You'll start hearing from them. You'll start, I mean, we hear story after story where people will say, um, you know, I started, you know, thinking this way about my marketing, doing things a little different, doing things a little more me to you. And uh, people are, their people, their customers, their prospects are commenting on that. You know you're doing good marketing when obviously because number one thing is response, right? Direct response marketing is all about response, whatever that response is for you, whether it's a sale, getting them to call you, downloading something, whatever it might be. That's obviously first and foremost. But this level of engagement and conversation that can happen when people get more engaged with your marketing, you can't put a price on that. That's where you want to be. You know, that's, that's, that's how we want all of our marketing to kind of have that. You know, if we could have that kind of impact, how cool would that be? Absolutely, and it, it's also one of those things where, where you know, not only will your customers have more engagement and have more fun with your marketing if you're doing it the right way, um, but you'll have a lot more fun doing it because it, it yes. just gives you a gives you a unique uh, a, a unique take on it. Well, that's that's. Can, that's, can I interject real quick? <laughs> yeah, you have to edit this out. Edit it out. You know, look at the look at the time code. You can mark it. I swear, this is a God's honest testimonial we got. Um, I forget. I think the guy, he may have been a doctor or an eye doctor. Or, uh, he, I think he was in the medical field. And this was years ago. We got, this was a, we got a testimonial. You know, this is tongue-in-cheek. But he said, um, he, said you know, he gave me this mic, blah, blah, blah. Da, da, and then he said, copy doodles are better than sex. And he was referring to the fact that he was having so much fun using them. And then he said, oh, P.S., I must be doing something wrong if I were to say something like that. But I, I still remember four or five years later getting that testimonial from somebody and thinking, well, that kind of – but, yeah, people love uh, – it's easy to kind of go a little overboard. So you've got you to gotta kind of temper it down sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's that's uh, That's – that's just too funny, and I won't edit that out because you know that <laughs> I I was expecting something much worse, and then I was just going to have to place the R rating on it. There you go. Well, it's like, <laughs> I kind of like a PG. I've got young kids, so I always kind of want to make sure I. Well, I get that. I get that. Um, so, so um, 
just really quickly, are there are there some specific roadblocks? And I feel like I don't know. Maybe maybe we've kind of covered this already. But are, are there specific roadblocks that stand in the way of marketers really embracing embracing the use of copy cosmetics in in their marketing? Um, you know, whether it's a physical roadblock, like they don't feel like they have access to the resources to 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 get the copy cosmetics they want, or mental roadblocks they don't want to use it. Um, what are the most common common roadblocks you yeah. you see? So roadblocks. Well, I think we have definitely discussed this mental one of just sort of being outside, quote, outside the box of, of doing what everyone else is doing. I would say, um, you know, one of the roadblocks is, and this is unfortunately, it has nothing to do necessarily with copy deals, but a lot of people don't just invest the time and energy to make their marketing better. Yeah. So whether it's reading good books following smart guys like you, whatever it might be, uh, you know, in this day and age, that investment of time, energy, and money in some cases, it, really it's a very small percentage of people that get it, and uh, you're, you're never going to fix everybody. But um, um, So that would be one thing, just thinking bigger, trying to improve your marketing. Specific to copy doodles, I think the roadblocks are, um, I can do it myself, which a lot of people say, but... It really comes down to um, you know, what, how you value your time and money and you know, just how technical you are and really where, you, where do you want to be focusing your time. So if you're running a 15-person company um, who's got you know, uh, payroll to meet every week, then they're better spent doing what they're doing versus trying to re-engineer or refigure out how we do what we do uh, with copy doodles. Um, so you know, it really comes down yeah. to... Well, thinking let's, bigger, let's, thinking smarter. Let's rewind on that. Let's rewind on that. Um, when you decided you wanted to use this in your marketing or your clients' marketing, one of your biggest roadblocks was simply that, you know, you did have to do it all yourself. There wasn't a tool like this out there. Yeah. And and so your your options on that were largely, you know, you could spend your time creating it, which was, uh, you know, probably a good use of your time as the marketing consultant. In hindsight, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, your your other option may have been, and, and this may be the only option for a lot of folks, is, is hiring a graphic designer at, you know, $50, $100, dollars an hour uh, to do these things for you and, and having to go back and forth on revisions and all of that. And, and, and having that really end up adding up, uh, you know, if you had, if, if you had a, uh, a marketing campaign, three, four, five step marketing campaign with, you know, 40, 50 different graphical elements, that would really add up even if, if each one was fairly simple. Um, and, and, and so um, uh, just uh, there's one roadblock that doesn't exist that much anymore because they can just turn to, to you or, you know, less, less so to the knockoffs, I suppose, but, but certainly to you and, and have instant access to, to this library of, um, of, you know, idea generating and response generating, uh, copy cosmetics, uh, items. So, um, so it's great that that, 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 that roadblock, you don't even think of it anymore because your tool yeah, exists. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, Roy. We were literally still back in the days of, like, trying to photocopy these, you know, these handwritten enhancements onto things. Uh, so, and that's how the way, if you talk to some of the old-time guys, and we're only talking 20, 30 years ago, um, before digital technology, uh, you know, there was, it, was, it was much, much harder um, 
to uh, to do this kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, so so at this point at this point if 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 listeners really want to bust through those roadblocks and 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 start using this in their marketing, it's 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 largely a matter of you know. Reach out to the places where where the libraries of these tools exist. Uh, you know, uh, copy doodles being the the, the primary choice, um, and and uh, and just give it a try. I mean, you're, you're going to get over that mental roadblock if 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 you try two or three things and, and notice that at least one of them is is really giving you a much bigger response than. Um, than, than versions of that marketing without yeah. the, the copy doodles. So yep. um, that's great. Well, I'm on board. Um, in, in just a couple minutes, can you talk, uh, talk to me for, for a minute? You have this uh, copy doodles access club, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's, it's the website that gives you access to the tool that makes it easy to put all of this in your marketing, whether you're, you're doing you know, direct mail or doing, um, doing online marketing or whatever. Um, plus, it gives access to all the training to how to do it right that makes right. this far more valuable than just a, you know, a, a CD of clip art like you used to be able to buy at any computer store. Um, I, I remember those days. Um, but so it the the training i think is one of the things that really takes us above and beyond and shows you uh, all the different ways that this can be useful and how not to overdo it how to how to walk that line and and make it work best for your business um so walk me through what's what's available within that uh, how do, how does membership work and um what's the i guess the basic offer to to get started well i appreciate that question i mean <clears throat> So we, we used to deliver copy doodles when, when I realized I had something to sell that was worthy of selling. The quickest thing we did back in 07 was slap it on the CDs and send them out. And we sold thousands of those CDs um, fairly quickly uh, and then really realized we had a worldwide marketplace, so we turned it to an online site which we could update and basically create software. So if you become a Copy Doodles Access Club member, that gives you access to this huge library. It's obviously keyword searchable. You can see all the different handwriting styles. And then you can also do some very cool customized things like colorizing it, typing in your own doodles, drawing your own doodles, and downloading them. So it's truly a, a, it's really an amazing site um, once you get in there. And then, like you said, the training. I mean, if someone were... When someone becomes a member, we give them access to a training course I put together. And if somebody were to literally spend probably two to three hours max or have somebody on their team go through that, I guarantee it will change their marketing for the better um, because I teach everything I need, or excuse me, everything I know and they need to know um, on how to you know, really enhance their copy. Um, but we keep it simple, Roy. It's a, it's a membership uh, model. So they can get in for as little as a, a one-month term, and or you know if they stay longer, we give them obviously a, a much more discounted price and, and some bonus gifts and stuff like that. We've had members that you know we've had customers for five six years now that just stay with us. We are always enhancing it. We're always adding new content. We just released a Spanish version of Copy Doodles. Uh, maybe someday we'll try to do a couple other languages, but. Um, we're we're always well, enhancing it and seeing what you know what's working now and how can uh, we help our members. Absolutely, and like like you said, you also have the 
the the niche edition. So if somebody is in a right. specific mm-hmm. niche, they have a way to yep. to get more customized um, uh, uh, content or, yep. or or graphics for what they're doing. Um, and and that also includes. I'm I'm kind of fascinated, and we didn't go into this very much, but. Uh, you recently put out a case study where somebody used a, a customizable hand-drawn um, comic, which, which allows you to, to, um, to take a comic and, and yep. say, okay, well, how can I apply this to my business? And, and I can put in my own, um, my own little caption for this comic. So, you know, you have this, this example on the site. Thanks to Mike Capuzzi, our business is way up this year, and it's a guy sitting at a desk with a year-to-date growth um, <laughs> chart up on the a wall. self-serving. <laughs> yeah, of, of course, but but it's it's just a it's great it's a great example of you know you can take this this kind of general um, comic that that illustrates year-to-date growth and in a different way you know growing your business whatever. Um, and really capture somebody's eyes with that. Um, and so you have a number of those uh, comics. Even you know, not just that. That's a whole other, that could be a whole call in and of itself, Roy. I'm actually, I just logged in while we're talking here. And yeah, as of today, there's 787 royalty-free single-frame comics that work very well in the business world. These single-frame, you remember the far side from years ago? You may remember that. Yeah. Not, but, um, Absolutely. Single-frame comics that you can customize on the site, add your own captions. I show you how to personalize them and all that. But uh, comics, much like a hand-drawn doodle, this is, you know, we, every, I, I've stood in front of groups of 1,000 people and asked this question, how many people in this audience, when they were a kid, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, read some type of Sunday comic or some kind of comic book? And without a doubt, you know, 95% of the hands go up. We all have this emotional connection to cartoons and comics. And, you know, none other than John Caples, very famous ad man, copywriter uh, from the last century, talked about how powerful they are. Yet you don't see them often used uh, in marketing, but they're a great way to get, get attention and get people engaged with your marketing. But, yeah, we have a whole collection that we created. Yeah, and that's all. That's all part of the Copy Doodles mm-hmm. Access Club. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, that's that's great. So there's there there are a couple different levels of membership. Folks can go to the copydoodles.com website. I'm gonna I'm gonna link to 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 there. If you're listening on on the website, it's just below the the interview. Um, you can click the link to go straight over to to the Copy Doodles website and kind of explore what that is. Um, I, I should also be able to link to the the book that you mentioned. Is that right? That's right on copydoodles.com. If you just go, if they okay. just go to copydoodles.com, it's the uh, um, it says right there on the top left, free book download oh. now. <laughs> yes, very obvious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> excellent. Um, well, thank you very much. And and if somebody's just interested in learning more about Mike Puzzi and and what it is you do and and how you help businesses, um, is there a is there a website beyond copydoodles that they should go to? Yeah, my main site is MikeCapuzzi.com, so M-I-K-E-C-A-P-U-Z-Z-I.com. And I'm always posting articles and just outside-the-box way of marketing, and small business owners tend to really appreciate it, so you could definitely check that out. 
Yeah, perfect. Well, I love it. And um, just a, a, a one-minute uh, commercial for what you're doing next, because I'm I'm fascinated by by the next big revolution that you're about to spark in marketing that I'm that I just learned a little bit more about today. Um, oh, really? The, the book you're currently working on. Um, well, I've, I've known about the personalized URLs for a while, but I, but I guess I didn't realize uh, that this was kind of the next big thing that you were doing. So, can you can you give a, a, a one minute commercial for the personalized URLs and what's coming yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. So, if someone were to, you know, God forbid, point a gun to my head and say, Mike, what's your number one strategy for improving my marketing? Um, I would quickly try to tell them, and I've already said it on this call. It's really trying to increase the fact that people feel like you're engaging with me and only me. This whole hyper-personalized strategy, again, in market, in message, everything's matching up so that I feel like, you know, when I write to Roy, Roy, you know, Roy feels like I'm writing to him. One strategy, uh, other than copy doodles, uh, to do that is this use of something called personalized URLs, pearls. And yes, I'm killing myself writing this book, which should have been written two months ago, uh, but that's that engineer thing in me. But uh, anyway, um, and it's, just a, it's a very cool strategy, very simple, that allows you to put a personalized message in front of somebody, either online or offline, and really have a one-to-one -one conversation with them. So um, Simple Pearls. SimplePearls.com is the next thing. It's already up there. We're, we're working with a lot of people and, and customers and and this is Pearls, P-U-R-L-S, um, as yes. in personalized U-R-L, mm -hmm. um, not, the, not the necklace type of pearls. So Correct. simple, uh, S-I-M-P-L-E, Pearls, P-U-R-L-S, dot com. Um, well, excellent. Um, you know, at the, at the risk of, of, of that left turn uh, making people – uh, losing the copy doodles message, I think. I think both are absolutely fascinating uh, marketing tools, and, and I look forward to seeing what uh, the revolution that you're going to spark in that as well, because that's that's been something that's uh, traditionally been thought of as, as a fairly complex thing to do. But mm -hmm. um, you've you simplify the copy cosmetics, and it looks like you're simplifying the personalized URLs. Um, and and uh, and both are worth following you for. Oh, very good. So, um, all right. Well, Mike, thank you very much uh, for for joining us for the Life with Roy interview. I hope folks uh, dig in. I'll give them links to everything that we've talked about here in this call. Uh, and and so, if you're a listener, you can just uh, click those links below the interview. And um, yeah, well, and, and, and to all my listeners, thank you very much, and I hope that this, this, con that this uh, interview has been eye-opening for you and that you've gotten a lot of valuable content out of it. Thank you very much. Roy, thank you very much. Hey there, this is Roy Furr, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to another Live with Roy interview. If you haven't already joined us, I encourage you to drop everything and go to www.livewithroy.com. Join us today and you'll get first priority notification when new interviews are posted and ready for you to listen. This is the single best way for you to get access to all the new interviews I post with the world's leading experts on information marketing and publishing, internet marketing, copywriting, selling, business success, and a whole lot more. I'll even send you a free gift by email right away when you join now. It costs you nothing but your name and email address and the content you'll get could be transformational to your life and business. All you have to do is go to www.livewithroy.com and join us now. Again, that's www.livewithroy.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.